My name is Tevis Brown, and I'm the owner of Tees Tech Designs. Hey, it's Kellen. And today's guest, man, he had a cool opener. The way his background opened up, you guys <laughs> might want to go definitely holler at Tees Tech Designs. The owner, Tevis Brown, the third. That sounds like some old money. We'll ask him, you know, and see if he's a blue blood. Well, welcome to the show, my brother. How are you doing? I am blessed, my brother, to be above ground. So, you know, no complaints from there. How are you? <laughs> oh, man, it's all good. It's all good, man. And and we just have to know, because when everybody has the thud on there, we have to know what type of royalty, um, chiefdom, all that that they, they come from. And will there be a fourth? The fourth is pending. Not now. I'm enjoying the single life too much. <laughs> um, but there is... um. There is some history behind the name. You know, it was my grandfather's name. It was my dad's name. And now it's mine. And if I do have a child, I would carry it on. So I'm one of three right now. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. No, I just, I love that, that history. I'm, I, I, that's just, it's a beautiful thing to continue that. Um, Cause it does take two to agree <laughs> to continue that. You yeah. Know, um, I find a yeah. lot of people don't really do it nowadays. They're a little afraid of the juniors and the thirds. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're also afraid to listen, to even go to work now. Oh, yeah. You got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that that is it's a whole new world. I think I'm in the twilight zone holding on to some of these old ways. Yeah. I'm out here pinching myself. Like, is this real? What's going on? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let the people know, you know, all about your services because, you know, you're, you're multi-talented and you have services that not just entrepreneurs need, heck, I mean, schools, businesses, people just to do a presentation. Sometimes they need help with their graphics, their web. So give them the game on what you do. Sure, man. Yes. I um started my business around officially around like 2017. And I strictly wanted to help people build their brand, especially people of color. Um, it's for all people, of course, you know, we're going to take all money. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to really just help people of color um, to establish their brand because I felt a lot of people, especially during the pandemic, were trying to start their own businesses, didn't really know how, things were kind of in limbo and they needed some type of income. So, you know, anything from professional development to logo design to voiceovers to public speaking to training to resumes, which has been really huge lately, we got you covered. So we just we just want to do that. And it's it's a it's few of us in this industry. So <laughs> I'm trying to trying to break ground. Okay, now there's a there's a lot of services. You say the voiceover, and when you say professional like development, does that mean like even the soft skills that somebody can come in and say, even okay, you did my resume, can you show me how to interview? Correct. So we do mock interviews. Actually, for my um full-time job in corporate America, I am in HR. So, you know, I get to have fun with a lot of my clients. I just had a kid, um, because I like to mentor as well. It's a huge give back for me. Um but he was interviewing for Chick-fil-A. So we did a did his little resume up. He's a high schooler, 12th grade, about to graduate, get into this world and had him just do a couple of mock interviews with me. And, you know, it just boosts that confidence before that young man or young woman actually goes in because they're already nervous. You know, we're all nervous kind of when it comes to interviewing. But, you know, you got to go in there and sell yourself. They called you because they want you. So that's what I um, tell my clients. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, I, this is the first graphic 
designer expert that also goes into the soft skills because many people who are behind the keyboard are kind of introverts, sometimes even in sales. And, you know, the talking is like, oh, no, I didn't want to talk. I just want to code. I just, you know, just let me do my, my creative thing. Somebody else talk for me. So it's great that you're well-rounded and can help them. You're like a full service firm. If you guys are looking for work. Now you said resumes are on the rise earlier. I said, companies are having a hard time hiring. You're in HR. So you're the perfect person to talk about. <laughs> what are you seeing? Do people want to work? Is there a certain age bracket that says, you know what, if I can't TikTok or YouTube, I'm just going to live off my mama and, you know, my friends and family, like what's going on in the world? I agree with that. I mean, I just think it all just stems down to how you're raised. Because, you know, a lot of times these parents aren't really hands-on with their kids because everybody is pulled in so many different directions. And you can understand that perspective too. But at the same time, you know, I come from hustling blood. My parents say, well, if you want to go to prom, if you want to do this, if you want to do that, you got to learn how to work to pay for it. So I've been working since 13. You know, we've had family businesses and whatnot. But, you know, to, to see these kids nowadays, you know, if I see somebody, let's say I go out for a service and they are giving you great customer service and they want to work at that young age, you got to commend them on that because <laughs> it's very rare. Like you said, they just want to be on TikTok, Instagram, and that's money too. If you're using it for money and not your um, self-esteem. So, you know, it's kind of like where you go from there. But no, we like to give them everything, the soft skills, that that professional development, just make people feel confident when they walk into a room. Well, if people are, you know, and, and if we're saying it's a certain age, you can give us the, you know, from what demographic, because I'm thinking for the folks who, you know, filled out a hundred applications, that it should be easy to find that dream job, which wasn't the case back in the day when I graduated Correct. from grad school. It was, everyone's like, where's your experience? And you have it, and but it's for your own company. So it doesn't count to many people. Exactly. So, yeah. So what what age and is it easier now for uh, established people with degrees, with skills to get a job, that job that they were promised, you know, 20 years ago? It's not like I mean, from my personal experience, you know, I worked at a company for about 10 years um, and I was not happy. It was not my dream job, but it was a stepping stone. And see, that's what a lot of people got to realize. You're not going to be where you want to be overnight. <laughs> So, you know, you can apply to these jobs, but ultimately it boils down to who you know, not what you know, unfortunately. I can't tell you how many leaders at my place of employment are completely incompetent. High school diploma, nothing else, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but they just are not qualified to do jobs. So for that reason, we see a lot of turnover. Then we see a lot of turnover because people just don't want to work. As you said, you know, they're like in their mind, hey, things are going up. Inflation is so high. Why even go to work for a check that I'm not even going to see? And that's the wrong mentality, too, you know? But, you know, we just have to keep pressing forward. But, yeah, the the struggle in the application world and the turnover is very high right now. <laughs> that, but but the, at the same time, you can't get that job where you, you know, you went to school, you're trying to pay Sally Mae back, and it might give you that money where it will make it easier. It's still, what is it with the employers to say, we're just not, you know, is it just certain positions that are open? Maybe it's the entry level, or maybe that's it, or you know the right. mid the mid level. Is that the case? 
Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They want to they want to keep those lower positions filled because they're hard to fill, you know, and people are um, running from them again because they're like, OK, this may be they'll get in and say, OK, well, this may not be the workload that I expected or whatnot. But, you know, it's just it just depends on the individual ultimately. OK. And I ask that you guys, it's been a minute since I filled out an application. No. Yeah. But, yeah. Know. If, if governor here in Florida opens up or secretary of state, um, I may just say, write me in because, um, <laughs> you know, I'm the party that makes sense. Um, now, you know, the mouse is your paintbrush. I'm going to mm. assume that you fell in love with the design aspect. And from design, it's like, okay, what is a difference between a flyer and a website, but some hyperlinks and, you know, more, more pictures. Give us the game on like, at what age did you say, okay, I got something on this and, and, and I could, you know, probably do this professionally the rest of my life. That's a good question. Um, I, was always the poster child in my family to create a PowerPoint or a slideshow for a particular event, whether it's a celebration of life or a party or something. So, you know, at that time I was doing it for free and I've just always had an interest in, I can't draw, <laughs> period, but on the computer I can. So I've always had an interest in just laying things out and designing. Like I can remember the Printmaster software. I don't know if you remember that. But it was in the pocket with the CD-ROM and I was yeah. playing around and making flyers with that. So it just kind of stuck. And then I said, OK, I'm tired of working for people. <laughs> what business ideas can I get in my head to kind of catapult me and help me to move towards my goal of ultimately just working for myself? And um, I said, hey, you know, look at this skill set. I got something and people are liking it and they're giving me feedback. So, you know, I'm like, let's do it. So, you know, I just tried to go off that motivation because, like I said, my parents raised me to work. So, you know, it's always been in me. Man, and it, let it stay in you because if a man does not work, he does not eat. You guys better understand. Yes. I don't know what you guys do for money, but as long as you're not asking. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's scary because even the folks who are like, you know, killing it on social media, they think. A lot of them, I go to the events, they think this money is going to last forever and that they don't have to pivot. So you're going to see a lot of influencers doing, you know, the hype and all the dances in Walmart in their 40s, 50s and beyond because there was no savings. There was no savings. There was no retirement. There was no anything. But, you know, you just got to think about it and whatever you do, make sure you love it so that when you do it, it don't feel like work, you know? Definitely. As much as you you can, because even when you love it, you know, we, yeah. we can see from the ball players and the rappers who, you know, anybody now can get canceled if you don't run your own, have your own, you know, unlike the independent artists are Alex Jones. So you can say what you want. You're going to take a hit for saying what you want might be a billion dollars, but, you know, you can <laughs> say what you want, but you got to find your how, how you're going to make some money. Talking about money, though. Money will come, money will go. But Amen. what is a community give back that you are doing or that you would like to do in the future? So like I said, right now, um, mentoring is a big thing. I will just, you know, find even some of my clients, children or my my some of my close friends, family or just people, you know, I may have worked with in the past or in the community 
and just say, hey, what is it that you need? What is it that you're interested in for your future? Because you always have to have some type of business idea, backup plan. So I'll do that, you know, free of charge for the community, like, because I feel like mentoring is my gift. <laughs> so it's my calling. And I'm going to continue to do that even on a larger scale. Like I've thought about maybe like a workshop type trip to take a couple of youths and then we'll do like a theme park, maybe a scavenger hunt in there, you know, different little things that I do want to do. But mentoring is where I'm like going for my largest community um, give back because like Whitney said, the children are our future. <laughs> so no, I was saying, um, I feel like mentoring is my calling. Like I said, right now, I do try to mentor some of the youths that, you know, are of my clients' children, or maybe some kids that I have met, you know, in past, because I used to do social work and things like that. I just feel it is just important because like Whitney said, the children are our future. I don't mean to sound cliche, but it's just a true fact. These people have to take care of us when we get older. So we have to instill in them. So, you know, mentoring is it. And I want to do it on a larger scale, you know, as I grow, you know, because I'm still a growing small business, you know. Um, I definitely want to do like workshops, trips, you know, just to get them acclimated with the world and let them see things out there, you know, and just just give them that confidence that they need for sure. So mentoring is it for me. All right. He said it. And, and let the people know, because your mentoring could be in person or via Zoom or something like Correct. that. What 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 area in the country are you or do you plan to be? Because after you say for free, you might say, uh -oh, I need to be in Fargo, North Dakota. Y'all can't find me. Uh, Y'all send me all your kids. Now I'm everybody's daddy. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll start, um, of course, within the states. Just it, it may be random. So I may ask them where they want to go, you know, and just kind of try to make that dream happen for them. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And of course, oh. that comes with sponsors and things like that, you know, that could feed into the program as well. So that's another avenue to fund it, at least. Well, for anyone listening and yourself, um, you know, our company, we've done government contracting and there's always an RFP, RFQ, source of SOD even ready for someone like you. You just have yes. to go talk to your local SBA, PTAC officer or SCORE and find out where that money is. And they work for us, you know, for free 99 because the yes. amount of money that's there, you'll be like, whoa, I didn't know I could get paid that much for doing something that I really love helping the next generation. And the next generation can be from the schools or we've even done stuff for kids coming out of uh, jail you know, real, yeah, real yeah. sentences. And it's like, they're even more appreciative because somebody took the time to show them and expose them to something. So yeah, yes, you, for everybody, man, it's, it's an interchange of knowledge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you might have next time we talk to TB3. I just threw that out there. You guys. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next time he's like, man, I just got a million dollars off this government contract. And you know, <laughs> You guys see, this is why we do diversified game, not for the fame, but for the exposure. Because if one of y'all too follow that path, we got one less person who will have to be a breeder at Walmart or a cashier. And I don't pick on people with those no, jobs. No, of course. It's a stepping stone. It's a, it's stepping, a stepping stone. stone. But some folks, some folks have been in fast food for 20 years and they keep going from cashier to cashier, not understanding yeah. that. It, this was a stepping stone. You weren't yeah. supposed to make a career out of this. You it's know, true. it's true. It's true. And that's why it's just so important to 
have that motivation because like you say some people get stagnant and in a comfort zone like no I don't believe in comfort zones (laughs) that's why my logo has the squares but it's open (laughs) because we're breaking out of that box out of that comfort zone you know because it's just you can get stuck in that and just not progress like you said cashier to cashier while that experience is needed because we all have worked retail I have you know but I knew I wasn't staying there (laughs) when I started you know yeah yeah just the way I had a young man tell me back in the day, he said, first job, he was like, do it folding. When I'm folding the clothes, just the way they look at me, it's weird. <laughs> like the customers and, you know, everyone needs help and they see you clearly doing something. I said, yeah, that's called working for someone else and it will make you want to do your own thing quickly. So figure it out. Yeah. Um, but what's the number one tip? and mistake that you see people doing with trying to get a new job? Because I got an HR specialist here. So people are making mistakes besides the bad grammar and the, you know, that there's probably something you see and say, not another one of these. Well, people lie a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can put whatever on paper, but like if you were to come in for that interview, you know, people will lie about their age, their race, Now, the race, I won't necessarily um, take away from them because I do feel like companies profile when you do put your race. So I'll normally put when I'm filling out a job application, I prefer not to answer because really that's irrelevant to Mm -hmm. as to whether I can do the job or not. But yeah, people just lie a lot. Um, And then when they get in there, they freeze like a deer in headlights because the truth will come out about your skill set, whether you're able to do that job that you applied for or not. So that's the biggest thing we see. But that's where that pre-screen comes in you know where you're able to kind of call and say hey test them out a little bit before you even waste the time if they're not legit but yeah that's a big one I would say now when you say race I had a friend as black as me with locks longer than me and um at the time I was temping he was temping too but at another company and he well you know he's a Moorish brother And so he said, when I put in for jobs, I actually put white. And we've seen stats and stories with people when they were black, they couldn't get nothing. When they are white, they get pulled in and everyone's looking at them. So you can be a dog if you want to be a dog nowadays. So as an HR (laughs) specialist, can you be dinged for putting white if everything else? And you say, look, I because he actually changed his thing. Um, where he was like, white used to mean a free man. I don't want to go yes. Kylie Irvin on everybody. Yeah. And yay, Let's talk about this, it. <laughs> this, is, this is it. Like, will you get dinged if you put white? You wouldn't. Like, honestly, if that's what you feel that you are, <laughs> hey, so be it. You know, we know that's the case with gender nowadays, too. Whatever people proclaim themselves to be, that's on them. We can't discriminate. We'll get in trouble if we do. So, you know, if you put that on your resume, I say try it just as an experiment because you'll see that you'll get more calls. I have done it (laughs) just to test the waters. Like you said, those stats are real. And that's a sad stat, but it's just true. Well, you know what? I think we might have started something, even if it's a kid. Let's prank them. (laughs) Yeah, because I can see somebody, yeah, you know, black as day. I got the job, (laughs) white man. As soon as they say the N-word, hold on. Remember what that paper said. <laughs> <laughs> you read that lyric right there. You are white. Cancel. <laughs> That'll be interesting to to be and live yeah. in color. 
We need a reboot. Yeah. I haven't I haven't done any interviews with people who said that just yet, but I'm sure it's some people out there like me who test in the water. <laughs> yeah. And and you know how that works on the reverse when somebody, you know, Rachel Dolezal, who she did a lot for black people. She did a lot more than a lot of black politicians have done. Um, you know, we lived in Seattle at the time, so we heard, you know, accounts what was happening um up there in Spokane. And um, you know, that was before her OnlyFans, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> We, didn't, and we, didn't we just talk about what people do for money early? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as an HR professional, you know, if someone comes to you and says, look, I've been working OnlyFans for the last three years because my job let me go. I mean, I would assume that that's not going to be favorable, but they've shown they can, you know, have a schedule. Maybe they made a lot more money. What do you think about people who are doing stuff on social media um, and then coming in trying to get a job? Like, absolutely how nothing. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. If you're qualified, you qualify. You just want a career change. That's it. You know, you haven't committed a crime. You haven't done any of that. You just had a different job. Now, everybody may not agree with that job, but hey. You know, I don't knock anybody who's trying to shift and be better or change, you know. So, hey, go for it. Now, okay. I would not put OnlyFans on the resume. <laughs> I would put artists or something to that degree. <laughs> okay. Okay. Actress. You know, it's all it's all in the wording, brother. It's all in the wording. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, and I've told the audience before, you need to find somebody like this who can hook up your resume, even if you're not looking for a job. But I, I actually have had, you know, um, friends, family and mentees coming out of prison and they're doing six figures um, because of the skill that they've been able to get and how that resume looks without having to do any lying. It, exactly. it, and some of them are even teaching now that same trade that they, you know, became an apprentice. So do not think because OnlyFans or prison or whatever that you are going to be stopped. Not when we have TV3 telling us folks don't want to work. There's a job ready for you and he can hook up your resume. He might even be able to slide your resume somewhere. He got friends and, true, you know, HR true, places. You know? Look, I don't recommend everybody now. You got to be, <laughs> you got to be legit because that represent me too. I tried that once with a friend and I said, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, but, it's just about knowing that person and that, you know. That skills. Yeah. Friend, you know, if, if grandma's still alive, she'd be like, can you please look up your cousin? Just you uh, got the jobs. And oh no, and we now we set up. Yeah, you already know. Yeah. But, and my grandma would say something like that if she was still here because it's just love. And then I have to, you know, just respectfully say, I'll do what I can. <laughs> Cause that give me a lot of little wiggle room. You know? <laughs> can't stop you from getting beat right there on the spot. Hell, can't stop and go get yeah. that switch, boy, out the hedge, out the backyard. You know, see these kids don't know about that, and I'm only 35, but I got beat good because they said I was bad, but I don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can't. You know, but you, they didn't lose the child because they didn't spare the rod. So right. that's the beautiful, the beautiful thing. Um, you know, but now you can't even kill your chickens in some places. So you better be, not touch that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Let the people know where they can find you, how they can tap in, and you know, of course, hire. You guys don't call asking for no hookup. Hireable. 
you know. And we'll get in, we'll get into the hookup stuff in a bit for sure. I'm glad you said that. But yeah, reach out to me, guys. My website is www.tstechdesigns.com, as you can see behind me. Um, my number's on there. You'll be able to go on my social media. I am on Instagram um, at T-S-T-E-C-H Designs, T's Tech Designs. And you'll find me on there, man. And we'll we'll get to work. We'll make you right. We'll get you right. Get you what you need. You guys have been blessed with the game. I want to make sure you have enough time to go connect, see what this brother has going on, because you are somebody you know needs this help, and there's always enough, you know, talent. You guys just got to find good people. That was my job to do. So I uh, thank we appreciate you. you. You know, this platform is everything. We appreciate it. Oh, man, I appreciate you, man. Keep pushing. We're going to talk off air. And so we won't be canceled because we might go into a different realm. And some of y'all are way too sensitive nowadays. <laughs> too sensitive, man. <laughs> thank, thank you for coming on, my bro. Oh, appreciate you, man. Hi, everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia? Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that'll guide you through this process. It's only $20, and in this course, you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is gonna cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that 100 US dollars is worth 1,000 South African rand and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings? So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like. I know that you know when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always wanted to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course, there's a little preview you can listen to. Um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out. Game over.